0: No, why? We're not even mean di- it. just started.
1: What do you mean? I burped and I was going to use that, but then I got something better.
0: No! Dude, please don't. Please, please. I don't want to be ugly to people. <laughs> what are you talking about? I don't want people to think I poop and fart and do things that girls don't do. You're gross. No! <laughs> buddy. Please, please,
1: please. Please! Why?
0: it sucks <laughs> why <laughs> because I don't want to be considered a gross as fuck baby what's the deal you wanna watch
2: Netflix chill uh-huh, uh-huh. baby I'm for real I won't pull out if you want to uh-uh, uh-uh. Baby, what's the deal? You want to watch Netflix and chill? Uh-huh, uh-huh. Baby, I'm for real. I won't pull out if
1: you want to What's up, guys? JP back at you once again, bringing you guys episode number 12 of the Netflix and Chill Horror Podcast. Joining me tonight, as always, is my lovely co-host, Miss Carly. What's your last name? That was...
0: Uh, Anderson? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Asshole.
1: You were saying?
0: Uh, I was gonna say, that was a lovely intro. You called me lovely and miss in one sentence, and I've never heard that much respect out of you, so thanks.
1: Yeah, you're welcome. But then, as you can <laughs> see, like any skillful, uh, male does, is they... Compliment you and then they insult you directly afterwards by me not knowing your last name.
0: Ah, that's
1: what you're trying.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I see what you did there. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it's like you build them up so you can knock them down.
0: I don't know. That wasn't that offensive to me. I didn't even realize you were making a joke there. So you kind of failed. On the surface, you didn't, but subconsciously, you know. Well, now that you said it, like I feel kind of bad, but like you know, I'll get over it. Yeah,
1: so we're back. It's been. Wh- when was the last episode we posted?
0: July 26, it looks like.
1: So, what is that like? Almost a half year? Um, no, it's like four months, but, you
0: know, <laughs> close enough. <laughs> All right, well, whatever.
1: Uh, so yeah, man, it, it's been a little while. We got really busy with, uh, well, you didn't get busy with anything. I got busy with a bunch of stuff: twenty-two shots, children podcast, MMA cast.
0: Yeah, all these podcasts that like you just pulled out your ass at the last minute. Now they more important than mine. Yeah.
1: Yeah, and you actually don't do anything else. No podcasts, right?
0: I do the once a month uh, thing with Jerry, uh, but I mean, he, if he spills tea all over his equipment, I guess that's you know done for. But. You know, we do the horror podcasts, podcast podcast,
1: unofficial, unofficial podcast, horror yeah, podcast, podcast, <laughs> yeah, horror pack podcast. So, yeah, um, so that's pretty pretty cool. Um, I haven't listened to that yet. How is it?
0: I mean, I think we're doing pretty good. We've only done two episodes so far, but um, you know, I think our last one was pretty solid. We reviewed the film. Pretty well and we enjoyed it and then you know we talk about briefly the other three films you get in the horror pack and stuff like that so I think we're doing pretty well
1: now do you try to watch well so just to give the listeners who might not be familiar with that show Mm -hmm. an idea of what it is what is it
0: well if you don't know what horror pack is, it is a monthly subscription box where you can get either four DVDs or four Blu-rays, horror blu-rays that is by mail. And um I believe it's like twenty like around twenty dollars for the DVDs and then around twenty-five for the Blu-rays. Uh Jerry and I both get the Blu-rays and it's completely random. And then in the horror pack you always get I think it's like horror pack exclusive or something along those lines like a movie from horror pack that's like usually like an independent film and it's always autographed by people who made them which is pretty cool and See, basically, i just
1: didn't know that i didn't know that it came autographed
0: yeah the, um i don't know if night of something strange did that was like one of the first ones i got but like i think the other two i got had like autographs from the actor, one of the actors and directors, so that's pretty cool. Um, The one we just did was actually made by one of the people who runs Horror Pack, apparently, and I really enjoyed it. It was independent, but basically we um, just reviewed that exclusive movie that's like the main topic, and we also, before that, talk about the other three movies briefly. Um, We don't make it a priority to watch all of the movies, just because of time and things like that but if we are familiar with them like for example the last one we got i had seen you know joyride was in it i'd seen that i love that movie and house is october built which i had just watched and then lost boys part two which i had not seen so you know we just kind of briefly discussed those as well since i had some familiarity but yeah it's basically just us reviewing the horror pack in general and then that exclusive film that you get
1: uh, that's pretty cool. I, I do I do think that that's uh, a neat concept. I was actually a little disappointed that I didn't come up with it because it seems like something that would be up my alley. Um, and honestly, uh, I like that you guys cover the exclusive, but I honestly wish that you guys would uh, talk about... And I haven't heard the show, obviously, but I know you guys <laughs> talk about them, but if you guys don't record right away when you get the pack... Um, I, if I was you, I would try to watch the other three films.
0: Yeah, yeah. Like I know we, Jerry um,
1: won't do it because he doesn't watch mm-hmm. movies that much.
0: Yeah, that was his thing. But um, yeah, we were so far we've recorded like right after getting the pack, like within a couple days. Um, and we just because we obviously were just watching that one movie, so we'll get the pack and watch it, then record like within like two days or so after watching it, but. You know, like with Joyride, I gave a pretty decent review of it just because I was familiar with it as well as the other ones. So I was able to review them pretty solidly. But yeah, I feel you. I, I would like to try to watch as many movies in the pack as I can if I'm not, if I've never seen them before, just to put more content into it.
1: Yeah, so um, that's pretty cool. Guys, check out the unofficial horror pack. Podcast, uh, it sounds like a cool idea. Uh, that's yeah. really cool that they started autographing. You know, some of the titles that come in, I like that a lot. Uh, so, um, let's see. I mean, I don't really know what the layout of this show is. I've never been happy with it. Like, I've always wanted to do more, but at the same time, it takes longer to do more. So, uh, as of right now, we're just gonna kind of pick one film and just kind of do an old school Netflix and chill. The whole reason why we yeah. start adding more things is because we would get movies that we had nothing to say about really, you know, cause we kind of pick them at random almost. And that yeah. would be kind of annoying if we just put out a 20 minute episode and, th- and that was it. <laughs> but, uh, so I don't know. We'll see, we'll see how it goes. Um, I mean, there's been tons of stuff that have, has come out since. So th- The original idea was to kind of focus and cover all the new things that came out on streaming, whether it be Netflix or Shutter or Hulu. We don't really mess with Hulu that much, but you guys get the point. And uh, when you take a break, obviously so much stuff happens. And and it kind of does suck. The whole time all this stuff was happening, like I did wish we were doing the podcast at the time because like there was all these exclusives during October, like there was two awesome Stephen King adaptations, which we both liked. Both of them. Uh, there was uh, an awesome horror comedy called The Babysitter that came to Netflix. Shutter got a ton of exclusives since then. So uh, there's been a lot of stuff. I mean, even before, like right when we kind of ended uh, for a little bit, th- like even that Castlevania. It's, it's funny because we kept saying like we should just change our name to Shutter and Chill because we pretty much covered mostly shutter films. And then all of a sudden, when we take a break, all this stuff starts coming to Netflix. Yeah. It was like really annoying because we kept saying like, man, Netflix hasn't been really getting any horror. Uh, and then also like stranger things season two has came out since then. Mm hmm. Um, And I mean, that's a huge show. So there's, there's a lot of stuff to talk about. Uh, at some point you know and and maybe we just miss some of it won't go back to it or whatever which is fine too uh because we can always cover the new stuff that comes out uh going forward uh but anything that like highlighted um the past uh couple weeks since we've been gone for you
0: um anything any of the things on the streaming things
1: yeah like any new streaming
0: stuff I mean uh like you said I did binge watch Stranger Things too and I really enjoyed it. I mean towards the end it kind of gets like extremely sci-fi-ish and like I almost didn't like that too much but at the same time I thought it was pretty solid um you know I know people are getting sick of the hype for it but I don't know I think it's pretty awesome and I like that a lot of people are into that and um you know of course there was uh, 1922 and Gerald's Game, those were ba- both pretty solid adaptations. Which I one mean, did I, you like more? Um, I think I rated them the same, but for me, I probably enjoyed Gerald's Game a little bit more. What about you?
1: Had, me and Matt kind of had a different perspective on 1922 because we had
0: read the short story. Blech.
1: What? I'm
0: so sick of you pretending that you read just because you, like. Why? (laughs) You read this one short story, like, 20 years ago, and you just think you're a G. All you did was bring up, like, oh, oh, I read this story, and this isn't accurate, and all this, and I'm just like, okay, buddy, I hear you. you I'm trying to
1: say that I'm coasting on the fact that I've actually read one thing, and I'm just. Anytime I get a chance to reference that one thing, I do. I'm saying you're a fake book fan. Yeah. Okay, fair enough. But I have read some other things, just to let you know. Like, I've read It.
0: You listened to It be read to you.
1: <laughs> Same thing.
0: <laughs> All right, I'll give
1: you It. So so you liked those two, and...
0: Mm-hmm. um, And then I'm trying to think if I've seen anything... I mean, on Shudder, there was a movie called, I think it was called Can't Take It Back. And I watched that recently. You know, it was pretty average. It was a lot like friend request with the, um, you know, basically a girl is dead and people involves like a Facebook page with her and then some hauntings go on. It's basically like the same story. And, you know, I thought it was pretty like. Um, a little above average I gave it like a 7 out of 10 I think You know it wasn't anything special But I thought it was pretty entertaining And had it's moments And other than that um, I can't really think of anything else That really stood out to me recently
1: Yeah I mean I I watched a, a ton of stuff streaming uh, More so now than, than I had in a while um, You know the babysitter I really really liked that was really fun to me. I didn't that care for really it funny. too much. I know a lot of people didn't. Like really? most people that I talked to, uh, seem to not really care for it too much. Like even uh, like Robin and Shane, who obviously the listeners oh, really? Don't know, really? We know, like they didn't really care for it. Um, some other people, uh, I don't think Moods liked it that much i can't remember
0: i just like the comedy didn't really resonate with me i guess and it was just a little too wild i don't know i just i saw a lot of people posting about how awesome it was and how funny and great it was and i was just kind of like disappointed
1: yeah there's a better movie that uses the same sort of plot line uh, called better watch out which is a christmas horror movie
0: i need to see that
1: it, yeah i think it's a little better it's a little bit it still has that level of comedy um, a level of comedy, I should say, but not that level of comedy. Uh, also, streaming wise, I checked out. This was like right before we quit. I was actually going to bring this up on one of the last shows. Uh, and it were, you know, the one that we had planned right before we stopped. Mm-hmm. And it was called Man Versus. And this one was not an exclusive or anything, but it was on Netflix as a streaming uh, film. And that one was really cool. It was about. A guy who is... Have you ever seen like Survivor Man or like Man vs. Wild? I used
0: to watch Survivor Man all the time when I was young.
1: It was great. Uh, dude, I, I grew up on Survivor Man. I absolutely loved it. Like Me and my friend were obsessed with it. Yeah, it made me want to uh, go live we, out in
0: the woods and d- try to live.
1: Yeah. We hated uh, Bear Grylls and Man vs. Wild, though. We didn't like it at all. I never watched those. Yeah. Well, he was just, like, a more, like, Hollywood version of Survivor Man. Like, Survivor Man was, like, li- like, I'm going out by myself doing this shit. Yeah. Bear Grylls is telling you to do things that are going to get you killed. Like, <laughs> RP. Um, It's, like, sensationalized is what it was. Mm-hmm. Uh, and even Survivor Man doesn't like that guy. Like, really? I see him in interviews. He's like, yeah, it's a guy. <laughs> um, But, so there was a movie called man versus where it was a guy who was like one of those dudes. Like he went out into the woods and like filmed himself and, and it was like a survival thing. Uh, and he goes out there and, and like something starts like messing with his stuff mm-hmm. and you're kind of like, Oh, what is this? And then it eventually gets revealed towards the end, kind of a little twist ending and stuff. And and it, it, there was actually a scene that was like really scary. Um, but yeah, it was pretty cool. It was like, I think it was a kind of a comedy, but I I actually really liked that movie. Uh, there was another one that I checked out called residue that I really liked. Um, did you watch that one? I
0: did watch it. And like, I just, I personally couldn't get into it. I might've, you know, it might be one that I just wasn't in the mood for something, but like I couldn't get into it and then I like had trouble understanding it. And then I was, I kind of just like gave up.
1: Yeah, I mean, it is a very confusing movie. It's basically about, like, a private investigator who, like, clearly is sort of not a great person. Like, he kind of abandoned his daughter. Mm -hmm. Um, He, you know, works for, like, criminals and things like that, doing shady stuff. Uh, And he gets uh, control of, like, this important thing that both of these, like, crime lords want. And he basically... um, gets it and it's like a book and he begins reading it and turns out like the book is cursed and as he reads it um one of the crime lords like wants to document what happens to him because you pretty much go like insane as you read it and like certain people have only got to certain pages before they have like died or something so it was it was like a very weird bizarre movie but i really like stuff like that yeah so i found it really cool Mm mm-hmm um, other streaming stuff, I, I recently watched The Greasy Strangler, which was on Amazon Prime. We don't bring up Amazon Prime a lot, but uh, Prime has a lot of cool stuff as well for streaming. Um, not as many like new things. Every once in a while they'll get something new. Um, but Greasy Strangler was a really fun movie. I, I actually just talked about it on uh, the episode of 22 Shots that aired today at the time of us recording it, which is the 22nd. Um, and that movie was so much fun but uh, a lot of people wouldn't think that I like that type of movie but I actually did um, another, like, another thing that we've been doing all month for um, the podcast is uh, Italian Horror Month we've done for the 22 Shots and actually a few films that um, we reviewed were on streaming websites like Burial Grounds is on uh, Shutter. As well as um, another Italian film that I didn't review for the show, but I reviewed it not for like a main review, but I reviewed it for a Patreon pick called Zombie Holocaust. <laughs> it's on Shutter. I believe Campbell Ferox might be on Shutter, um, which we're doing next week. Um, there's a lot of cool Italian flicks, so if you Carly are curious,
0: mm-hmm.
1: yeah, sounds great. Um, you should watch Burial Grounds. Yeah, for the next time we record, and just tell me your feedback because like. That was a movie that is like kind of a weird one. Mm-hmm. Like, some people are gonna hate it, and some people are gonna love it. Um, I wrote down a certain rating, but I th- I feel like I might have came in higher than that. Mm. I have to double back and check when Rob sends me my ratings. But yeah, that's kind of it for the just recap of like things that we've been. Actually, like, I, I forgot
0: to mention I did check out Raw and the Transfiguration finally because those were two that people were talking about. I forgot that I watched those and I enjoyed them both very much as well.
1: Actually, yeah, you know what? I actually watched transfiguration as well and i love that movie mm-hmm. the movie's getting a lot of hate
0: yeah i know like, like
1: some people really love it and some people just think that it's completely average
0: like i mean for me it's like one of those ones that's like arguably like a drama with like horror elements to it but like i don't know i don't care it was just like had a great vibe to it, it reminded me of a lot a lot of like let the right one in type deal because it's kind of like vampire-esque and like has like this like romance going on in it and like i don't know i just really loved it and then the ending really just stuck with me like i still it's one of the movies this year that i keep thinking about like some of them like i forget about easy even if i like them a lot but this one i just keep thinking about in my head and it's definitely one that's high up on my list
1: yeah and speaking of our list and and the films we've watched and stuff. So, uh, I believe we let the listeners know last time we recorded that we were doing a challenge. <laughs> What's your? What, Want to update them? Like, where are you at right now?
0: Um, let me check. I have it on my phone, and I'm gonna look real quick because I never remember. I'm at uh, oops, forgot the right. Two eighty six.
1: Okay. Uh, I'm currently at two ninety five. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> yeah, you do. No, I
0: don't care. perhaps you know, you're whatever. You're it's...
1: losing your microwave. It's like a month away, dude. You can't
0: take my microwave.
1: Yes, I can My
0: mom's, actually. my mom's gonna come over and she's gonna be like, "Where's the microwave at?" And I'm gonna be like, "Um, I don't know."
1: Just gonna be like, I gave it up. I was eating too bad out of it, so I didn't want it. I got it locked up. In a storage.
0: Oh man, I don't know, dude. It's just it's gonna be rough. Um, I still have yeah. a ch- I still have a chance. We're only in you know the end of November.
1: <laughs> yeah, not a good chance. Uh, so because I'm about to go crazy on 2017 films.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Well, me too. You, you,
1: yeah, right. Yeah, right. I I said yeah, right. And I
0: said yeah, right. You're right. I am. Yeah.
1: Uh, so, uh. Besides the little challenge thing that we got going on, I'm I'm actually very happy with my numbers this year. I could not watch another movie this year, and I would I would still be very impressed with where I ended up because my record was what two two fifty fifty one yeah two fifty one yeah was my record or two fifty six I can't remember but
0: it was two fifty
1: one yeah so
0: mine was two twenty five last year.
1: So you're really killing it yeah. compared to last year. Yeah. Just only your second year really trying this. Yeah,
0: I mean, you know, my microwave's on the line, so I kind of had to kill it a little harder this time around, unfortunately.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh. So, hmm, should we get into our featured review?
2: The move?
1: Yes. Alright, so tonight we are talking about... Another Evil from the year 2016, getting its official release in 2017. Uh, do you have a... Wait, it was directed by Carson Mel, who I looked at his filmography, haven't seen a single thing that he's done, uh, but he wrote it and directed it. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you have a synopsis for this
0: one? Yes. Um, according to the IMDb, it says... After encountering a ghost in his family's vacation home, Dan, a modern artist, and his wife Mary hire an industrial-grade exorcist named Oz to get rid of the beings. But Dan soon realizes that ridding the home of evil won't be as simple as it seems.
1: Yeah, that sounds pretty good for the synopsis there. Yeah. Um, So... (laughs) Uh, this movie is considered a Shudder exclusive. Now, that's kind of an interesting word because we've talked about Shudder exclusives in the past on this program. And it, it's kind of a loose terminology, really, because like exclusive means one thing to certain people, but it's clearly not that same definition for all. So I was in the group chat that I have between me, Jeremy, and Moods, uh, last night and I was like just bullshit and I was like yeah I'm about to check out that new Shutter exclusive and Moods was like oh what is it and I was like oh it's that movie Another Evil and Jeremy goes on a little rant where he's like oh that's not an exclusive like <laughs> uh, it blah blah Dark Sky put it out and I was like yeah I know I get pressed for Dark Sky as do you so I I know that as well as you do I get because I got, got pressed for this movie like months and months ago that dark sky was putting it out It actually they even had a screener links but i just i never checked it out because the cover honestly is not very appealing to horror fans yeah um and i but i did watch the trailer to it for some reason even though i don't watch trailers it might have been a long time ago that i watched the trailer and before i completely stopped and i was like oh that actually looks pretty funny Uh, and pretty cool so (laughs) I was like maybe I should check this out I just never got around to streaming it anyway long story short Dark Sky eventually put it out on DVD and Blu-ray or at least DVD I don't know about Blu-ray and that's Jeremy's argument that it's not an exclusive because Dark Sky put it out on DVD Um, which is a fair point because like what does exclusive actually mean Um, well I know that Rob Zombie's 31 was their first exclusive, or second. I think Phantasm 5 was uh, one of their first Mm -hmm. exclusives as well. And those movies had, like, theatrical runs, and then they went to streaming and were on Shudder. And then you have other movies that you can't see anywhere else except for Shudder. Stuff that, you know... I guess stuff that were like, I don't know, Always Shine or something like that Yeah, that we covered on the show. Uh, And then you have other things like We Are the Flesh a great movie by the way (laughs) uh, that was on Shudder and then like just a couple days later or even before it got a Blu-ray release from Arrow Video. So what does exclusive actually mean? To me, I think what a Shutter exclusive is now. Keep in mind that exclusive and original are two different words as well.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: An original is a production, a film that they created, like a Lifetime original movie or a Disney Channel original movie, meaning they produced it in-house and created it for their network. Uh, Shutter has a few originals on their um, streaming service, but I think they're like TV show kind of things. Uh, which we've talked about one here before. Do you remember what it was called?
0: Um, off a of shutter.
1: It was like about magic. Um,
0: uh, primal screen. Yeah, yeah, that
1: was actually it. So, um, basically what I'm getting at here is that I think that what Shutter exclusive means is that it's exclusive streaming rights. Mm-hmm. Um, and that means uh not just because Jeremy also brought up the fact because when I said that he was like, he was like, well, you can stream it on prime um for 699 or something like that. and I'm like, okay, so really what it means to get super specific is exclusive streaming serv- uh su- <laughs> like, exclusive streaming subscription rights. Ah. (laughs) So I I think what it means is that they are the only place that has, you know, free quote unquote streaming for the film. Like, yeah, you do pay $5 a month for shutter, but you're not paying for the individual item you're paying for the service. Uh, So I believe that that's what they mean by exclusive. When they say that, like, you're not going to be able to stream it on Netflix. You're not going to be able to stream it on Amazon prime you can stream it on just amazon video where you pay for it uh you're not going to be able to stream it on hulu so i think that's kind of what they're getting at when they say exclusive uh, does that make sense to you
0: yeah like i mean you know at first i thought like exclusive in my head that just meant like no one else has these movies at all which like i was confused when i saw like 31 and phantasm 5 on there because they were like well-known movies but the way you describe it like that seems legit to me.
1: Yeah. So, a lot of people don't know that whenever you make a film like let's say I went out and made a film called um JP is awesome <laughs> and this movie did really well, obviously. Um <laughs> then I, I, it does really well on the festival circuit. I have these different networks shopping to buy my movie. Uh, and basically, um, Arrow Video approaches me. They want to put it out on Blu ray. Um, you know, maybe Anchor Bay approaches me. They want to put it out on Blu ray, even though Anchor Bay doesn't do shit anymore. Uh, but, the, but, you know, so you, you basically have a bidding war for your content. Um, now, if that content is going to be on Blu ray, you're going to have people coming at you for deals for Blu ray. Uh, if you're going to put it on streaming as well, you're going to have people coming at you for deals for streaming. And you're also going to have people uh, from foreign markets wanting to do foreign sales, like put it out on Blu-ray in the UK. Uh, so there's all these different distribution deals that you, that you do. Um, sometimes you have a company that will uh, get a distribution deal done that allows them to put the film on Blu-ray and stream it as well. But a lot of times it's just one or the other. Like so, you have streaming rights, you have which I believe stri- subscription streaming rights, um, and then you have uh, sometimes VOD rights. Like sometimes Direct TV will get an exclusive, um, like Leatherface, which was they were the only people that that you could rent it from. Um, and then uh, you have obviously the DVD and Blu-ray theatrical rights, stuff like that. So I think that it's like. A little bit more complex than most people think. And I don't know why I got into that. I just <laughs> thought I'd bring it up since Jeremy talked a bunch of shit on me. Because he's like, it's not an exclusive. Oh, you know how he talks. He's so annoying.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah he like, sucks.
1: He's like, fuck, it's not an exclusive. <laughs> Come on, JP. Yeah, fuck Jeremy. Fuck too, you. <laughs> uh, anyway. So let's get into another evil this movie is pretty much a two-man show. Uh, you don't have a lot of supporting cast in this film. You pretty much just have these two actors. hmm And what do you think?
0: Um, I mean, like, I really dug it, like, going into it. I could tell right away that I was going to enjoy it. Like, it just gave me that vibe. Like, I was going to be able to, you know, thoroughly pay attention to it and not, like, fall out of the story. Like, I was in, I was hooked right away. And, um... You why? Know, why? Well, yeah. the beginning part to begin with um actually spooked me a little bit. There was spooked, you spooked. say? Spooked. It was like ten. How did it spook you? Um. Well, they're in this house, right? It's like their summer home. Which, first of all, it's a very nice um house. You see, like the outside. It's a
1: very nice summer home. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Very nice. It-
1: a lot nicer than my summer home. Which is just my regular. Just
0: household. a box out in the streets. Yeah, but um, you know, it's very nice. Like, you, I just like the uh, shots of it. There's like these triangle windows, and like it's like really colorful and stuff like that. But anyway, you got this family. It's um, there really is like basically four actors in this, and like two of them are irrelevant. But um, this family, uh, it's just a dad, a mom, and their like teenage son. They're just like hanging out, playing games and stuff, and then they hear a noise upstairs and you know, Daddy goes up to see what's going on and then all of a sudden this freaking spook comes out and it's one of those like jump scares. It's not really a in your face jump out at you with a loud banking noise it's like something out of like, you know, Annabelle or the Conjuring or something like that would do. It's one of those ones where like you're watching, you're not like expecting to like be scared and then something just spooky happens if that makes sense, like, without, like, any loud shebang. <laughs> yeah, Phil? Yeah.
1: Yeah, I do, feel. Um, I didn't find it overly spooky.
0: I don't know. Like, just stuff like, like, when you, like, see something, like, happen in the background that, like, you don't, you're just not, I'm one of those people who hides behind my hands. Like, I won't laugh. Like, I still do that. I'm 20 and, like. I still hide behind my hands, like, when I go see a scary movie in the theaters, because I, like, I'm prepared for, like, the jump scare, and a movie where... You say, like, Annabelle 2? Yes. <laughs> like, but in Annabelle 2, like, you can just feel that something scary is going to happen, and then, like, in this movie... You, kinda, you know like something scary is going to happen, but you don't know when, and then it happens before I have time to hide behind my hands, and I'm just like, I have that heart attack feeling, and I hate that feeling, but I love it at the same time because it's effective. So, I don't know why you didn't think it was spooky, but I thought it was pretty spooky.
1: Because uh, I'm not a vagina.
0: I am not that much of a vagina. Only a little bit. So,
1: <laughs> so basically... I thought that right away, I I liked it because I was like, okay, I'm a fan of these characters because like at first, it's you know the the husband and he gets this guy who's supposed to be like this, um, I don't know, like a demonologist or like a, I don't know what you call those he, people. I think I thought he was a Paris, like an exorcist. Paris something. No,
0: that would be like like a paranormal like a para... investigator of sorts. Yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah, there's another word for it too. But um he comes in and he's kinda just he's just like he just looks like a complete slacker. And he's all just like oh he's like oh, you know, walking over here and doing stuff and and like goes and gets into their like refrigerator or like cupboard or something. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like yeah. very just unprofessional. Um and he tells him that yeah, like, hey man, these ghosts are like pretty cool. Like, you should be, like, you get, like, he's like, so we have to live with them? He's like, well, you don't have to live with them. He's like, you get to live with them. Basically saying, like, they're non-violent, non-threatening, they're just chill as hell. And if you just got used to them, then, you know, it wouldn't be a big deal. Mm-hmm. And, of course, the husband guy is like, I don't want to live with ghosts. Um, so he talks to another person who refers him to another sort of demonologist slash ghost expert guy who comes in and this guy is a little weird, but seems to be more professional, seems to have his shit together a little bit more than the first guy. Um, but also you could tell like they know each other. Like, so this guy knows of the, the first guy that they brought in and he's just like, you could tell that he just has like, like uh, a disdain for him. Sort of like their um, competitors. Yeah. Maybe like en- enemies, and he's like, yeah, um, you know, yeah, the, the, there's there's some stuff here, but it could be kind of malevolent
0: type stuff and not so nice. Mm-hmm. It refers to that guy as an industrial-grade exorcist on the, you know, the plot summary. So that's, yeah. like, his job title, I suppose. Which is a
1: little weird because, like, typically, like, People who do exorcisms are like priests. So. Yeah,
0: yeah, I know it doesn't um, make sense.
1: So, uh, and he doesn't come in to do an exorcist, right? He just, well, I mean, kind of, I guess, but like, it's he's, not somebody possessed. Yeah,
0: he's going in to like basically get the ghost out. I don't, yeah, I don't really know what the word would be for that.
1: So the the movie is very interesting because uh, the story is kind of simple at first and really what the film does is play on these two characters. So basically the, the the wife and the son like move out for a little while and then they're, you know, not at the summer home obviously and this guy just stays there to kind of hang out with this ghost hunter dude who's like trying to trap the ghosts and they begin to bond. Mm-hmm. They begin to talk about different things and and you could tell that the ghost hunter Which, by the way, we need to get names here. Oz. His name is Oz. Oz?
2: Yeah.
1: I forget what... Okay, so Oz is sort of like a little bit of like a weirdo. Like, he's just like
0: very like...
1: How would you describe him?
0: Um, he's like... Like it's like awkward. He's one of those people who you would get the vibe. He would tell you his whole life story within two minutes of knowing you, and you like don't really want to know that information. Is the way I would describe yeah. him. He's like very
1: forward. Yeah. Like he doesn't seem to respect people's personal space or boundaries. He's somebody who's just very um, outgoing. Yeah. And at the same time, could definitely rub people the wrong way. Um, but you do genuinely feel like he's coming from the heart with things. So it's like, you kind of like, you'll kind of like put up with some annoyance because you, you like feel bad for the guy or you like him. And so these two begin to like sort of hit of it, hit it off, but not from an equal standpoint relationship. Um, like clearly the husband feels like he's above the uh, ghost hunter, which is Oz. And not above as in, like, oh, I'm, like, richer than you or something, but just, like, above on, like, a social, like, um, like, human level of, like, okay, this guy's weird, I'm not weird. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, so, uh, like, it's really hard to kind of go into this one, because, like, I don't know how much to talk about, Mm -hmm. Uh, but essentially, like, we find out that, like this guy's very forward like he's very oz is very much like wanting to be friends like you can see these little seeds planted early on like he'll just drop little things like oh i'm 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 really glad this you know this is fun this is fun yeah and he'll be like, like hey you want to you want to go
0: get some breakfast and then other dude's just kind of like oh i was doing this today but you can go by yourself
1: yeah <laughs> Um, and you can sh- and you can see that the the husband whose name is Dan Dan is a very like nice guy. Like he's he's not a douchebag. Like clearly they have some money because they have a summer home. Yeah. Um. He's a painter, uh, which his paintings do come into play into the story where they might have something to do with the plot, the ghosts, and things like that. Um. But he's a, he's not a, he's not a jerk. Like he's a nice guy. He's very tolerant of people. Like he's somebody that pretty much you can almost probably walk all over f- pretty far before he like gets ticked off and he like had it up to here and he like revolts, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like he'll bite his tongue for a while type guy. Um, which is kind of how, how I am. So I can like kind of relate to him. Like I could totally see myself just like, uh, <laughs> you know, like putting up with some nonsense for a while.
0: I mean, yeah. Just because I
1: don't want to offend anybody. I do the
0: same thing, but I never, I never come to that like breaking point. I would just keep letting it go on and then bitch about yeah, it behind the right. person's back.
1: Yeah. Uh. So basically, also, you know, we like what's interesting about this movie is a hundred percent the ghosts are real. Mm-hmm. Like he does have ghosts. It's not like in their head or something, or like you're not wondering if the ghost hunters bullshit or not? Well, you kind of are. Like, you don't know if the ghost hunter guy is actually legit. Like, we don't know for sure that Oz is capable of trapping and hunting ghosts. He seems like it. Mm -hmm. Potentially, he does catch one. Um, It's possible. He knows a lot about it, but we also see a lot of evidence to dictate that he's full of crap.
0: Yeah, and like like...
1: There's a scene in which Dan is kind of sick of Oz because what this becomes, it's almost like I don't I don't know if this is the correct reference because I've never seen this movie, um, but I guess that wouldn't be I'm not even gonna say it because it's probably wrong. But it's it's almost like an approach where you, what is the movie Single White Female about?
0: Are you serious, dude? <laughs> I mean, I have another movie I was gonna compare it to, but Single White Female. I mean, I'm trying to. You know, it's about a girl, she gets a single white female roommate, and then that roommate is basically trying to be just like her, kind of. So Okay, so it's, it's, kind it's of... not
1: necessarily that he's trying to be like him, but it's like he's trying to invade his life. Mm-hmm. Kind of like a movie we saw earlier this year called Friend Request.
0: Yeah, and I almost get like a creep- type vibe from this movie too with like you're just focusing on this, these two dudes and one of them's like really weird and the other one's just kind of like oh okay yeah like going along with it because he doesn't want to hurt his yeah. feelings but he's also like kind of scared by this guy like weirded out by him like it reminds me a lot of that movie yeah so we, we've seen that type
1: of stuff before in movies um, which I find is always effective it's just like I love cringy and awkward moments between characters mm-hmm. because it's like it just it just feels so uncomfortable, and you you feel bad. Like I, the whole time I was watching this, like I was feeling bad for the guy, like Oz, because like you feel like he's a good dude, yeah. like, for the most part. But he's just a little crazy, and he comes in and he's trying so hard to like be friends with this guy, and he's also, you know, trying to help him. Uh, but you also get a sense that he's kind of bullshit because like eventually Dan kind of gets sick of him and like he it's like he won't take hints right he's like uh okay so like we're done here so like we're done here and he's like yeah yeah you know i think i'll stick around i think i think i'll stick around just to make sure he's like actually you know that'll probably be unnecessary i think that i think it's good and he's like he's like i think it would be really wrong of me not to stick around you know what i mean it'd be be, uh against my you know it would be bad professionalism or something so he's like one of those type of guys you know what i mean Mm -hmm. Um, where it's like, dude, do you really want me to come out and say, like, get the fuck out of my house? Yeah, he even <laughs> says, like, that's... I
0: can't afford to pay for this anymore. And the guy's like, oh, it's free. I'm just going to stay here for free.
1: Yeah. Um, he's like, wh- he's like, well, that's about all the money that I'm going to spend on this thing. So, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so eventually this Dan character kind of wants him out. So he fakes that he got rid of the ghost. And this is one of the big pieces of evidence that we see. From Oz, where he says, you know what? I think he did. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. it's like...
0: He doesn't like feel that, anything.
1: Yeah, because clearly we know that the ghost is still there. Yeah. So, and he and he feels like it's gone. So we get evidence that he might not know what he's doing 100%. But we also get evidence that he might know what he's doing a little bit. So it's like up in the air, debatable how much he actually knows and how much he actually doesn't know, which is interesting because it, it adds to the mystery of his character. Um, and it adds to the level of, like, well, is he just completely mad? Um, like, do you, do you kind of get that vibe?
0: Yeah, um, and like, you kind of get the vibe, like, throughout the entire movie. And I feel like even by the end, you don't even know for sure. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah,
1: for sure, for sure. Mm-hmm. So, so, um, one of the things that Oz does that I was feeling pretty bad for him is, like, there's one time where it's probably the start, and they even reference it, but it's probably the start of the huge downhill rolling that happens. Like Because everything was, like, kind of good, and then all of a sudden, the Dan guy walks out into the kitchen, and Oz is just standing there completely naked actually scared the hell out of me like staring off into space
0: that was like one of those that was another one that like i was just you know it's not like a ghost or anything is standing there but it was one of those things that caught me off guard and i actually kind of jumped a little bit
1: (laughs) but so in that like i felt bad for him because i'm like that is like such an awkward thing to happen that like there's no turning back from this like you're, mm-hmm. you're gonna be looked at differently no matter what yeah <laughs> even if you have like the greatest excuse in the world why you're naked it just does not make sense to the person's house that you're in
0: yeah i like the uh part where they're sitting there at night and um he's like telling him the story of why he became like a hunter and things like that and like the guy's just like kind Dude. of
1: okay so that moment is the moment that you really realize like okay this guy is a hundred percent crazy yeah (laughs) and it is such a great moment because it goes on and on and on and on and then like you think that it's gonna end in some way where it's like oh, yeah, psych, or something like that, or, like, it's going to have this, like, big, like, meaning or something like that, but really it's just, like, okay, so, like, I guess that all actually happened. (laughs)
0: Yeah, and, like, the dude, the other dude, Dan, he's just sitting there, like, you know, taking it all in and, like, respecting the story, and it's just, like, it reminds me of, like, a real-life incident where, like, you're talking to someone who's, like, just makes up lies or something, and you're just, like, oh, my God.
1: Yeah, and you could see, like, the, there's, like, at a certain point, Dan starts getting, like, really uncomfortable with the story. Yeah. He's, like, he's like so uh, then, um, you know, Todd, he was he was the leader of the, like, so-called group. He just, like, unzips this poor old guy's pants, and he just pulls out his, his wang and starts waving it around. <laughs> and, the, and, and the barista sisters were getting a, the crack out of this. And, like, I'm just, like,
0: what the hell it was just so so out there
1: yeah yeah it was and it just it just rambled too because it like it just didn't have direction
0: yeah it felt like the guy made it up on the part where where they went to
1: the restaurant like like it just seemed like weird like oh he had eye gook on him so i like grabbed it and like ran to the bathroom and like washed my hands and then there was this woman and she like blah, blah, and it just, it was like... <laughs>
0: they went to a Denny's, he said, too, and I thought that was funny, because yeah. I'm just picturing, like, my Denny's and this going down.
1: Yeah, but the movie kind of, um... The movie kind of is open-ended in terms of, like, how much, like, it, like what, what the climax of the film is. Like, it leaves it kind of open-ended on, like if everything's real or fake yeah not everything but certain things um which is kind of interesting kind of interesting Mm -hmm. um i thought it was really good and it wasn't nearly as comedic as i was
0: expecting for me it was like i felt like it was comedic all the way throughout like even during like really serious parts i thought it was comedic but not like laugh out loud comedy it was more like creep, like, it was disturbing, like, the comedy supposed to be, like, that this guy's, like, a freak in his house, and, like, the other guy just, like, wants him out, and it's, like, it's supposed to be funny in that way, but, like, it's, like, horror in the way of, like, just, like, awkward situations like that, and, like, you don't know if this guy is crazy or not, and you have him, like, invading your home and things like that, so I thought that was pretty interesting like I never really laughed out loud or anything during this but I could see the comedy elements behind it
1: yeah like to me I thought that it was just really fucked up humor yeah yeah and like that's my favorite kind I guess is like I like humor that's like it's funny because of like how dark it is Mm -hmm. it's black comedy essentially
0: Yeah, I think it worked really well for this idea.
1: Yeah. So, anyway, uh, do you have any final thoughts you want to get into ratings here? Mm
0: -hmm. One other thing that I do like is, like, how, you know, you think it's going to be, like, all about this ghost story. But then, like, it's actually just about these characters for the most part. But there are ghosts at the same time. And I think that's kind of a cool idea where, like, they kind of mislead you thinking it's going to be, like, a haunted house type movie like your average movie and then it ends up being about like just like an awkward character and like an awkward situation i thought that was pretty cool
1: yeah you're absolutely right it does kind of mislead you into thinking that it's going to be like a funny ghost busting yeah but really it's not at all there's ghosts there which does add a cool element to it but it's more about this crazy relationship and friendship that begins to blossom and then go way downhill fast.
0: Yeah, definitely.
1: Alright, so uh, this was my pick. So, uh, you go ahead and rate.
0: Alright, well um, you know, like I said this movie is like the perfect type of definition for black comedy. Uh, I really liked the story. I really felt like I connected with the characters. The acting was done really well, and um, I just, I was interested all the way through, It didn't really disappoint or anything like that. Um, I gave it an 8 out of 10.
1: Yeah. You know what? Um, I'm right there with you. Um, except for, yeah. I mean, I, I I probably say that I feel exactly the same as you on this one. Um, I came in an 8 out of 10 as well.
0: Cool. Cool.
1: Like, it, it hurts to kind of not give it an 8.5 because there are a few films in my, like, watch list that for my top 10 that I gave kind of higher ratings that could probably go down a little bit. I'd probably say that maybe Saw, Jigsaw could go down a little bit. Yeah. I'd say that Mother can probably go up a little bit. Yeah. I'd probably... <laughs> <laughs> you have a beef towards Mother. Fuck a mother. What, what are you going to do when it makes all my top 10s?
0: All your top tens. Huh. Yeah. Uh, I don't know, dude. Like, I just, I couldn't, that movie was just, I can't even describe, like, why I, it just didn't do it for it, me.
1: Do you not like good movies?
0: Dude, you didn't even understand. You're a fake mother fan. You didn't even But understand. I
1: knew it was good, though. I, I you gotta admit, I, I came out okay, so kind I, of here I will
0: admit, shh, shh calm down. I admit the performances were, like, phenomenal. I think, you know, Jennifer Lawrence and um Dude, what he had, like, some weird, he was, like, foreign or something. I forget his name. But, like, I think they did a great job. The acting was all good. Um, You know, the setting was beautiful. And at first, I was, like, really into that movie. And then, I don't know, it just, like, as it kept going on, I was kind of, like, it got too repetitive. I understand why, but, like. I just was not feeling it. It was not my type of flick. I understand all the subliminal crap, but, like, you know, it is what it is. Yeah,
1: I think you just don't like good moves.
0: I do. I love another evil.
1: I think you just don't like metaphorical
0: moves. I do sometimes, sometimes. Just, like, it's, a, it's hit or miss for me, very hit or miss.
1: Your opinions stank.
0: You stank! You think We as the Flesh is great! We as the Flesh is awesome. No! Top ten! You know... Baby! Dude, for real? Your top ten... I don't know. Your top ten's gonna be so pretentious and fake. I can't wait to hear this. <laughs> it's not, dickhead. Like, uh...
1: You suck. I hope you don't have Jigsaw on your top ten, because you're gonna get...
0: Dude, I, I don't, I don't. Like, it was, I did give it a pretty, like, high rating, but it has since been, like, bumped off, like, way down, so.
1: Yeah, when I thought about it a little bit more, I was like, okay, I think I was just happy that I had fun.
0: (laughs) Yeah, like, I was, like, hoping that it wouldn't be stuck on the top ten by the end, and we're good.
1: Okay. So, I think that that is it.
0: Yeah, that'll do it.
1: I think that, that is it all right so thank you for joining us once again for the netflix and chill horror podcast we will be back next week with uh you don't have a film for next week
0: i didn't uh, I, buddy i didn't know that we were doing it next week i thought you were gonna give up on me again no, I'm going to
1: say we're going to do this next week and then it'll actually come out like a month after that.
0: Well, uh, yeah, I I got nothing. I'm sorry. I'm going to have to, you know, look into it. But we'll, we will do something next week. Next week. Be ready. And I think I have an idea
1: going into 2018. Yeah. To kind of add a little listener listener kind of... Interaction a little bit. Ooh, cool. All right. So, uh,.
2: Later, guys. Peace. Peace. Uh-huh. Baby, I'm for real. I won't out if you want to uh-uh. uh-uh. Listen up, all your little cuties. I might call you over for a movie. But all I really want is the booty. Five minutes in, we'll be naked and swooning. Next thing that you know, we in my bedroom. Close at the flow. The head was like, damn, it's way better than you do on Instagram. We tried to watch porous. Gone. She gone. said she was bored, less hum. I said, bitch, I gotta take a I dump. Lick some incense, <laughs> then <that> we fuck. <laughs> I called the renew, but we got six minutes for a quick little noon. So thank you, Netflix, for the marathon of wet dicks. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. Baby, what's the deal? You wanna watch Netflix? Wanna chill. Uh-huh. Baby, I'm for real. I won't pull out if you wanna <laughs> Baby, what's the deal? You wanna watch Netflix and chill?